Hello and welcome to From the Horse Box. I'm Claire. And I'm Kate. Before we start, Claire, can you remind me exactly what we are doing and why we are doing it? Well, it's going to be great fun. We're going to be chatting to all sorts of interesting people who are going to entertain us with their stories from the countryside. Perhaps you should explain, Kate, from the horse box. Well, it all goes on in the horse box. Apart from horses, there's coffee and chat, and it does give the best views over the hedges of what is happening in the countryside. But we can't do that in lockdown, and it's been so cold recently it probably wouldn't start anyway. So this week we are talking remotely to Jay Reardon about his childhood in Ireland and his life since coming to live in Wales. Just before we start, we'd better come clean, as we're all enjoying our favourite tipple. I have got a weak gin and tonic, but I may well have to top up on the gin after this. I, of course, am on water, which brings us to Jay. What drink is keeping you going through lockdown? I'm on the old reliable gin and tonic as well, to to keep me going. (laughs) Well, cheers, Jay. Enjoy. Cheers. Now, we'd love to hear about your childhood and growing up in Ireland. I got my first pony when I was three, so mum and dad have hunted all their lives. Uh, First pony at three and kind of was playing cowboys and Indians around the the lawn for years and eventually got old enough. Started pony club about six, I think. Flew through that, really enjoyed that and uh, was, was always really keen to get out into the hunting field as soon as possible. What sort of things did you do in Pony Did you do the games or the... Yeah, yeah, I got, got stuck into pony games, everything, yeah. anything to do with ponies. I was there, uh, couldn't get enough of it. I had a good bunch of friends as well, which was really important and obviously support from the parents. So you're very competitive, were you? Yeah, yeah, possibly. <laughs> Excellent. What about um, any helping in kennels or... Yeah, did you... so um, I can remember driving past kennels with my dad when I was about 12 and saw... Chris Ryan, the, the huntsman, master huntsman at the time, and the cannon huntsman on how next size during the summer on bikes. And I, I said, I, I really want to be part of that. So got myself down there as soon as possible. And uh, yeah, every spare minute I had from there on in, spent at the kennels, gave up all other sports, just loved it, just wanted to be with the hounds all the time. Mm, sounds a very happy childhood. Yeah, no, it was. It's was good fun. And tell us about your school days in Limerick. Uh, yeah, so primary school was, was next door to my house, which was fine, very handy. Uh, went to secondary school, got probably six Tuesdays off a year to under the scar team uh, on, on sick note or whatever. So my parents were good in that respect. Did my leaving cert, which is A-levels, passed then, went to university, studied politics and sociology, mainly to keep my mother happy, to be honest, but... <laughs> Um, did that for a year, passed my exams and uh, managed to get a year out, a kind of a gap year because I was a year younger than everyone else, basically. So I kind of uh, talked my way into a gap year, but applied for a job whipping in a Kilkenny, so never really went back. What about a, a cheeky nickname? Did you have one of those at school? Uh, not really. I, well, lanky, you name it. Whatever. <laughs> legs and elbows everywhere. <laughs> On the hurling field and stuff. <laughs> we should have guessed that one, Kate. Yeah. Which hunts have you worked with um, in Ireland and then over here? Yeah, so after uh, after a year in university, went to whipping whip into the Kilkenny in uh, in the first of May. What, what was that? Twenty twenty eighteen, I think. 
I'd been I'd been eighteen, turning nineteen in June. Um, did a season there, and then my friend, a friend of mine, got the job Huntsman Fit and Enby. So he was he was on the lookout for a whipper in. So he rang me through mutual friends, and uh, yeah, I jumped at the chance. I always wanted to come over here. Um, I think I was always encouraged to come over here to learn how to do it properly and. Um, yeah, so starting for an MB in May 2019, and yeah, I had a great time, I had a blast, and uh, obviously there was a there was a change of staff there as well, so this opportunity came up and I grabbed it with open arms. Very different to hunting in Ireland, then. Yeah, massively, massively. From hunting in Scartine, there's a, the, the farms and fields are a lot smaller, and the boundaries, which are banks and ditches are a lot harder to see over or through so you never actually it's a, you, you do a lot more on ear if that makes sense you never actually get to see hounds you never actually get to see as much as you do here because you can kind of ride to hounds easier over here I think or stay with them perhaps yes um, in Ireland it's much slower because there's so much wire and everything so you found crossing the country easier in the well, Flint and Denby country uh, to, to, to Ireland probably yeah obstacle wise just as challenging, but as in terms of having to get off every every field to cut a strand of wire, jump over the bank on foot, cut wire, then jump back across, jump on your horse, and then jump the obstacle. Mm-hmm. In all that time, you can imagine the amount of ground a pack of hounds make. So yeah, with with hunt jumps and hedges and wire in hedges, it's 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 far more crossable on a horse over here. The Flint Denby are great friends to the Wednesday um, hunt, so it's. Um only natural that you know that, that it's a very easy to sidestep over to the Wednesday. Yeah, of course. In in these strange times, how are things at the kennels? Um, how are the hounds? Yeah, fine. Um, just kind of winding them down now. It's tricky. Um, went from full blo- full blown hunting to kind of to nothing, but back to being like in what what we do in the summer. But they're chills. They're really happy hounds and kennels. So kind of keeping them ticking over nicely and then you've got the knackery is still as busy as it would be normally no change there so that keeps us busy and um, getting pups on and off couples now so getting them all walking out on exercise and yeah, just trying to keep the thing going yeah it sounds extremely busy um the setup at the kennels does it work for the welfare of the hounds and yeah. that helps to keep them so happy? seriously well designed kennels really pleasure to do in the mornings absolute pleasure um, couldn't couldn't improve anything. Oh, that's I can't amazing. See anything. Yeah, that's oh. really really good. And and how is Chris? He's brilliant. Now Chris is yeah, pleasure to work for. Get on yeah, I think get on really well. Well, you yeah. know, uh, you make a good team. And have you recovered from your injury? Yeah, no, I have. Um, I think my knife is a bit sharper than I was. Uh, right. Um, yeah, no, I slipped. I was trying to. I was. I was trying to take the back leg off a cow and uh, slip in the wrong place and uh, look down and my knuckle was in a fairly bad old state so oh. um, had to get Chris's wife Ginny was was there at first aid and we both decided that there was nothing we could do in the valet room so I had to I had to go to A&E <laughs> right but it's all, all um, yeah, no, fine now. now yeah 90% yeah. back yeah Ready to go again. On the subject of hunting, sort of thinking about kit and getting everything ready, have yeah. you got any special tips that you could share um, with us? Yeah, so I think 
I think the most the best thing I learned was with rubber boots. Even though they're rubber, I still use um, still polish them as 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 you would leather boots. Just don't bone them. And then what I use, you can get this tire shine. It's for cars. It's all about yeah, tire shine. Spray that on, and give that a quick a quick rub with a, a soft cloth, and it looks like a boned leather boot. That was a pretty nifty one to learn. Learned that flint and is good. Well, now you know, Claire. <laughs> Excellent. Mm. Um, there's a lot of pageantry to hunting, the meat and um, the the dash. Um, do you enjoy the the pageantry side of it? Yeah, I, lo- I love every bit of it. Yeah, no, I I love all aspects of hunting. Yeah, no, it's nice, isn't it? It it it, it shows great respect turning out and 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 the meat and making an occasion of it shows great respect to the the landowners and to the hounds and to the and, and to everyone involved. So yeah, I take right. great pride in it. I mean, the social side is very important to Usually, people, yeah. fabric of the community. Um, and do you feel that you've met and a lot of the people in the Wednesday? And yeah, I think this year it's been really, really tricky, hasn't it? But I think we've done, yeah done quite well. Met plenty of people under the circumstances and social distancing and all the rest. But this year has been tricky, but everyone's been very welcoming and friendly. And and how do you normally enjoy a hunt ball? Oh, I love a hunt ball. Highlight in my year. Love them. Huh? I, I remember it's very sorely missed this year. Yeah. Now big, big, uh, yeah, big loss in my social calendar. And you're dancing? Uh, absolutely terrible. But <laughs> after a few gymnastics like that, I don't really care after that. So okay, I think it either gets better or worse. But I end up doing a lot more of it as the night goes on. <laughs> what about those Irish dancers? Oh gosh, yeah. Um, had plenty of practice doing those on tables in in, in local pubs when when I was younger. But now. Nothing too fancy, I'm afraid. Do you think there's anything that, um, that Wednesday could learn from those Irish dances? Do you think there's a possibility we could have some social things oh, based on your experiences? Oh, I don't know. I think you two did pretty. I was at the Wednesday Home Ball last year. And it, was, <laughs> it was bloody good fun. Really, really good fun. Everyone was dance floor and getting stuck in. It was good. Now, at home, do you enjoy cooking? I probably don't enjoy it, but yeah, when yeah, when it comes to it and get by, my mum always made sure I had to, uh, yeah, know where everything was in the kitchen. But no, it's not one of my favourite things to do. But I don't starve. <laughs> we were wondering if there was a Jay signature dish. Well, um, I do a thing called uh, Whipperin's chicken. <laughs> it's basically Hunter's chicken, but seeing as I'm cooking it, I think it should be called Whipperin's chicken. <laughs> I'm sure it's extremely tasty. Well, rustic to what say does Chris? Least. What does Chris think of that one? Uh, well, it's one of Chris's recipes, actually, so I presume if he cooked it, it was Huntsman's chicken, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, though, t- tasty. Get it easy, quick, easy and tasty. Well, we are actually recording this on Valentine's Day. Um, I'm not going to ask who or what's on the menu tonight. Um, <laughs> what about uh, after hunting? What's your go-to supper? Um, come in very late and you're obviously yeah, extremely I, hungry god I do love a steak or yeah steak chips peppercorn sauce really love a bit of venison game anything like that good good wholesome plenty of meat plenty of veg five a day yeah next we've got a series of quick fire questions which we thought um, we'd challenge you with um, if you weren't with the Wednesday, what job could you imagine yourself doing um, gosh that is a tricky one uh, I haven't got a clue. Well, what about this 
background with politics and sociology, uh, Jay. Yeah, I mean, like I'm I sure. said, that was more to keep my mum happy, really, more than anything. That, we weren't expecting that. We <laughs> have to ask more about that. Kate? Are you a good present giver? And if so, what was the last present you gave someone? Uh, yeah, I think I'm okay. Uh, sent my mum and dad a nice hamper from Fortnum's Mason for Christmas. So I think they like that. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? A real country question. Um, uh, so Hurley's, hurling sticks, what you play hurling with in Ireland, they're made from ash. So I suppose I'd pick ash, um, put to good use in the hurling field. Jay, whose horse would you like to steal in the Wednesday country? Um, I've had my eye on Mr Wynn's mare for a while, um, even though I think I might be a bit big for her, but... Uh, she looks she looks the proper type, looks like a kind of a Daniel Crane painting. Um, but I think Mr. Wynn is probably slightly reluctant to hand her over. I think we know which horse you mean there. Um, how would you describe your perfect day? Days hunting, uh, nice 11 o'clock meat, big lawn meat, plenty sausage rolls and port. And then the hump ball that evening, that would be... That'd be a pretty good bloody day, wouldn't it? What are you not very good at, Jay? Um, what am I not very good at? Uh, gosh, this is a tough one. <laughs> um, oh, God, I don't know. Some people might say driving. Uh, I think driving, I'm probably not a very good driver. Uh, You're better on a horse. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> if you could visit any place in the world, where would you go? Uh, anyway, no, I don't know. Well, I'd probably go to Highclere Castle first where Dowd's Abbey was filmed <laughs> oh right um, oh that's interesting yeah especially locked lockdown well um, that leads into the next question what's the last thing you watched on TV yeah Dowd's Abbey big fan uh, treating myself to the box set at Christmas which is probably a bit sad but there you are <laughs> <laughs> three people within a 15 mile radius who you would like to have to dinner oh um I guess big mate Charlie Marks um Chris and Ginny are the other side of the kennels. They're, yeah, top guests are Mr. Wayne and Jet. Um, loads to choose from. Tough one. What would you like to be doing when you're 40? Um, hunting hounds, hopefully. Yeah, hunting, hunting hounds. Um, that is definitely the aim. Well, I think we've learned a lot about you, Jay. It's been really interesting. And next time we see you cutting a dash on a horse, we will certainly remember um, the politics and sociology <laughs> degree, which um, I'd like to um, know a little bit more about another time. Yes, fascinating. We'll all be dashing out to buy tyre sh shine, so we're gleaming in the Wednesday next year. Now our drinks are nearly finished, and perhaps we could either finish with Jay's joke or an inspirational quote to get us through the end of lockdown. Yeah, so a quote or a motto I always live by is um, live every day as if it was your last. And, and I think it's really important to do things and what makes you happy because uh, you never know what's coming or what's around the corner. I think we can all drink to that. Thank you for listening to our very first From the Horse Box. Yes, thank you for listening and thank you, Jay. Pleasure. We'd like to thank our listeners for bearing with us at our first interview attempt, connecting people who love the countryside. We hope to be back at the same time next week when it could be you in the driving seat. <laughs>